Hello world, I'm Angel the Stranger, your host here at the Stranger Sessions. I haven't recorded in a few days. I've been so, so busy. It's like crazy. Um, I've been so busy. But I figured I'd squish a, uh, squish a session in today. Um, because I've been going through some things and uh, I feel like when I'm going through some things... That's the best time to do those uh, subjects for my podcast, such as when I did the music one, because I was going through, uh, I was struggling with what kind of music I was listening to. Um, And today, as you guys could probably tell by the title, today's subject is jealousy. Now, I am very rarely, well, I don't feel like I'm a jealous person. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm naturally very jealous. Like, I'm not usually like, oh my gosh, I want that too. And oh my gosh, why does, why do they have that? But I got pretty jealous because uh, my favorite artist is NF. If you guys read that post, if you guys you know, listened to like any of my episodes, I mention him a lot. Um, or at least I think I feel like I mention him more than once at least. Um, but he has not let out an album. Oh, and you, if you guys are all like, who is NF? I have this whole post about him. Um, at least I'm planning on posting it. If it's not there. I don't know why it's not there. I'm planning on posting it right after I do this. Um, But it basically explains everything, like, who he is and why he's my favorite artist. And, like, even... He is a hip-hop artist or, like, a rap artist. Um, And, like, how I... Like, what I think about that, because I am a Christian. And, I mean, the first thing that you think of when you think of a Christian is not rap. Because rap usually has a lot of worldly things in it. But that that post explains... Um, and talks about that. So if you want to go check that out, um, but basically the fan base, I feel like we're family, all the NF fans. Um, we've been waiting for him to come out with his new album for probably over a year now. I mean, okay, so he let out his last album in July, yeah, July 25th or 26th. And then he let out a single in December. And so we were waiting for him to drop his new album. At least I was. I feel like a lot more people are. But some... I mean, maybe other people have more of an insight on how often uh, artists will drop records and how that all works. But basically, I've just been waiting for new stuff for, like, any day. I'm always like, I'm ready. (laughs) Um, But finally, he's been telling us that... He's still going to be a while because he's still working on his record. um, And he might drop something to hold us over. So we've all been waiting. And then suddenly he lets out this demo. And basically there was a leak of one of his songs that he wasn't so sure about. He wasn't like sure if he was going to post it, I guess. If he was going to let it out at all. Um, 
And so he let out a little part of it. And one of the fans did a cover, posted it on YouTube and on her Instagram. And that went, like, kind of NF viral. <laughs> and he, it got to him. And he asked to use her audio. So he used her audio for the demo. And he might be doing a collaboration with her for an actual song. So, fill in the blanks. I'm so, so jealous. Like, I'm really happy for her. Like, that's such a dream come true. And I'm sure I'm not the only fan that's absolutely, like... <laughs> I wish that was me. Because I love music, guys. I'm... Yeah, I really love music and singing and all that stuff. But, I mean, who what? who's to say she's not the same way about it? But, I mean, I'm happy for her, but... I can't help but wish it was me, obviously. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be going over jealousy today because it's just been something that, yeah, I was. <sighs> okay. Um, so, well, firstly, I'm not just going over th this. I'm just saying why I decided to go over jealousy today. But I'm going over all jealousy, not just this. Um, because... because it's more of a general, I guess, subject. But my first um, verse, you guys probably know that I jam a lot of verses into my sessions usually. Usually I have quite a few verses in here, but I don't know. If you guys want to open with me because I might say some skip words or something, you guys just want to maybe open up with me to see it instead of believe me. Because what if I'm lying to you? That's what my pastor says. Um... Romans one twenty one. I wrote this one down because it it just mentions thankfulness. Um, it says because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. This n probably is talking about um, something different, but I think it could apply to this. So basically, like if we don't glorify God for what He's given us. And we're not thankful. If we become. If we like. Start dwelling on things that we don't have. More and more we're going to become. Di discontent or not content. With what he has given us. Um, Romans 8.6 says. For to be carnally minded is death. So I'm just gonna stop there for a second. Um, well, no, but to speak, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Um, so we're trying to be, we're trying to live by the spirit. We're like trying to not be controlled by our body um, wants and lusts. We're fleeing from our youthful lusts, as I. I mentioned that verse before. Uh, I guess I'll just give you a reference just in case you guys want to know that one. Uh, actually, I don't know where that reference is right now. And, okay. Uh, Romans 8, 8 says, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So if we become more and more 
trying to please our flesh rather than take up our cross and deny ourselves. We can't please God like that. We please God by serving others and giving things up so that others can be served and be pleased instead. Because when we serve someone, I don't... um, You've probably heard this before, but when we serve somebody... We're not just serving them, but we're serving God. So, how did I get on this rabbit trail? That is so weird. It doesn't really go with the whole jealousy theme, but oh well. Um, so, we're trying to be spiritually minded, and this I'm sure the spirit is not where the jealousy comes from. Envying comes from the the flesh, the carnal mind and so we're really trying to be strangers to jealousy and to be content with what we have because we we think having what someone else will have or like something that we want will fulfill us because we're we're empty and we keep needing to be refilled with Jesus and someday we will be um we will be completely fulfilled when we get to heaven and we actually see Jesus in the spirit and we get to learn about him for eternity. Um, I'm I'm just so excited to be finally fulfilled because, I mean, I love to get things. Like, I'm not, I don't mean, not things. I really love clothes and I'm always buying new shoes. Well, not always. I have, like, a few pairs of fancy shoes like Adidas and Vans. Um... But, I don't know, we just feel, we want things because we want to fulfill ourselves. We want things, we want uh, relationships, we want money, we want fame, popularity, we want attention. Like, it's different for different people, but, or maybe you just want all of that. I mean, that's a kind of hard situation. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it's sin though, being jealous is sin. Because we are being discontent. Is that how you say it? Discontent? We're being not content with what Jesus has already given us. And I'll get to that uh, down here somewhere. Well, I guess I'll just do it now. Um, Because God has given us everything, literally. He became a person. So he gave up his throne. He gave up his kingdom. Well, I mean, he left his kingdom. He left his glory. And he left his, like... Uh, what's the word, like, just his superiorness, like, he left his kingship to come down to this corrupt, broken, selfish, ugly world. As a little baby, and then he lives a not easy life as a um, as someone, I don't know, really know if they were poor, I don't know, I think, I know they weren't rich, but just as a carpenter's son, and, and then he grows up, and he, he serves the kingdom, he never once committed a sin, he never once gave into his carnal, well, he never gave into his flesh, even though he has been there where he was tempted, and he was, it's even recorded in the Bible, and he never committed a sin. He was perfect. He gave up everything. He he gave up 
well, God gave up his son to come down here. And then his son gave up a pleasurable life that he could have had. Instead, he was on, like, missionary journeys where he actually said he has no place to, like, lay down and sleep. He's always on the move. He's always... And he was hated. And he was, like... People were plotting to murder him. And eventually, they did. They tortured him to the worst death that they could um that was thought of at the time and probably still um and they hung him on that cross and watched him die and he gave up his life for us which honestly for us as humans that's pretty much the biggest that's the biggest thing we could give up is our lives we have like that's our most valuable thing besides our soul, but I don't think that's really in our... Well, okay, now that I think about it, people are giving up their soul. They're giving up their soul for fleshly desires and pride and things like that, and that's why they're giving up their soul and they're going to... Okay, that's weird. I've never thought about it that way. Man, you guys do weird things to me. I'm always realizing new things. Um... <laughs> That's interesting that people are actually giving up their soul at this point. But um but God has given us everything and we're we're jealous. Like I'm sitting here saved by the grace of God because he went and he was murdered on the cross and he spiritually guys, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but he took the weight of every sin at that moment. It was not just a physical death. God, God, he was separated from God. And to know God, he was fulfilled because we are, we are built that we are going to be fulfilled when we see God. That's the only thing that can fill our empty soul. And Jesus gave up that fulfillment. And he was separated from God at that moment. At least I think so. I mean, I could be wrong, so if I'm wrong, sorry, but I heard that when, I can't remember, I think it was my pastor saying that at that moment, he was separated from God because he bore the sin of every single human being that it has ever been or ever will be, and that's why, like, it became dark in the storm, and the curtain was ripped and stuff. All that crazy stuff happened was because he was separating from God. And I don't know. See, he just even gave that up. Like, he went through more than just physical death. Because everybody goes through physical death at one point in life. Well, except for those fancy prophets that were taken to heaven. Lucky them. But he was he was in the midst of a terrible weight of... And he bore... The wrath of God for every person's sin. And he was the only one who could do it. It was because he was perfect and he had never sinned. That's impossible for us. And here we are being jealous of this one girl who did a cover and was noticed by my favorite person that I don't know. 
or however you say it. I want to say he's my favorite person because I have family and they're going to be like, what? And obviously I actually like love my mother more, but I don't, I, I just like to just realize it like that. I'm like, oops, well, s- sorry, God. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that is just crazy how, how that happens. Oh boy. Okay. Um, and then also we know that God always provides everything we need. He always provides everything we need, even though we don't deserve it. Um, Philippians 4.19. Guys, don't you love Philippians? Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So we have everything we need. And we're still sitting here being like, what? Um, okay. And the next verse says, Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Which, like, that goes in hands in hand. We need to be thankful, people. We need to be thankful for everything God is giving us now. Like, look, I'm sitting under a roof. Um, I'm sitting in my room that I share with my three sisters. Yeah, crazy, right? Um, We have a nice house. We're in the middle of some remodeling, and it looks great. Like, I, I have food in the kitchen right now, and... Like, we just, like, need to stop. We need to be content. Content. And speaking of which, Philippians 4.11 says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. And this guy, Paul, he was, like, in prison. And he was, like, in cold prison, in chains, no food. His friends had to bring him food. And if his friends didn't bring him food, he'd just die. And he was content because he was doing this for Jesus. Now think about me. I'm like... (laughs) Guys, I told you I'm not... I don't feel like I'm jealous a lot of the time. But I could be jealous without really knowing that I am, so I could be wrong. Um... And actually, Paul mentions being content several times. 1 Timothy 6, 8 through 11 is an awesome passage. Uh, I really, I read it, and I, I was just like praying before I wrote this down. I was like, you know, just could you find, could you help me find the correct verses that could go with this? Because I'm really trying to do this for God. I'm trying to serve Him through this, glorify Him through this. Um, and 1 Timothy 6, 8 through 11 First Timothy is another one of my favorite books. Um, but godliness... Oh, it's First Timothy 6, 6 through 11. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out of this... Out. It just says out, but it means out of this world. I don't know why. Yeah, anyway... And having food and raiment, clothing, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. I don't know what perdition means. 
For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, O teen of God, O stranger in the world, flee these things. It doesn't actually say all those words. I just added that after, O man of God. If you guys opened with me, you would know that. Be thou, O man of God, flee these things. Oh, but thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Yeah, I, I think that about sums it up. And I mostly do New Testament passages for this because it's just there's just so many passages, especially by Paul, that I can use. And um, I've actually read pretty much a, the whole entire New Testament, not, con not really on purpose. But it's also, I don't know, for some reason I've read a lot of the, probably all of the New Testament. Well, I've only read maybe mm, a like a little bit of the Old Testament. Not that I'm saying that the Old Testament has nothing for us. I think God definitely put that in the Bible because it's there for us to read. And everything that he put in here was um, spirit-inspired and... That we can really get things from everything. Even though I just finished Leviticus. So I started in Genesis. And I just finished Leviticus. And oh boy. Yeah. I'm a little bit hesitant to start numbers. Because I don't want to be honestly falling asleep through it. Uh, but I will. Anyway. I'll, I'll start it anyway. But I'm going through Matthew again. And that's just chock full of everything. Um, but yeah. Um. Uh, from the Old Testament, though, the commandment, if, if you're new, I don't know, I kind of do this these sessions so that maybe if somebody that's not really a believer could understand um, or could hear it. So, if you don't really know about the Ten Commandments, those are like the most famous rules in the old testament but those uh but there's actually like 630 commandments in the first five books of the bible i think i think that's the number but i could be wrong i think it's 600 something um but one of them is thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house or anything of thy neighbors so i mean you're probably like um I don't covet my neighbor's house, but this means more than that, people. This means, I don't know, just like the underlying meaning. I feel like it has an underlying, uh, underlying meaning that's like, says everything that I just said. Okay, that's all for now. I had one more story, but I'm out of time, and that will go with another subject of mine. So I'm going to go type up that NF post right now. You can visit my site to see that post, which is the Stranger Sessions.
com no spaces between the words the stranger sessions um or maybe you guys actually listen to my podcast off of my site which is super cool if you do uh, but i'm really trying to get my podcasts on spotify and maybe google play and all those fancy places um and I do not have any socials at this point, so do not search for me on any socials. I don't know what it'll bring up. Uh, I don't have any Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Facebook is for old people. And I don't have any TikToks or Snapchats, nothing. Uh, I do. I watch YouTube. And I really want to start doing covers because I just told you I really love music. Um, so I'm... I'm gonna. I've been praying. I'm gonna pray about doing covers, because it's not always very wise to do that kind of thing. But anyways, thank you for listening and hearing me ramble. Um, Jesus loves you.